Marev Tzers, and welcome to Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast. So glad you could join me for episode number nine. I'm Osped David Medzorian from Aradat Lodge number one here in Boston, talking to you for the very first time from our brand new studio, our state-of-the-art studio, and when I say new, I mean new from the ground up. So, how many times have you, or perhaps members of your Talish or Otyag, visited Armenia in your lifetime? Well, if you're my parents, one Anakin Spadebed and the other Anakin Dirui, you've been there over 100 times over the last 47 years. My very first trip there was in 2011, just eight years ago. Well, whether you're visiting our homeland for the very first time, the 100th time, or anywhere in between, it is a life-changing experience. Just to walk the streets of Yerevan or a village, hours from the capital, seeing the sights and meeting the people that make up Armenia, it is something that you will take home with you and you will never forget. Well, since 2016, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan have been making that journey back to the homeland to see firsthand how their efforts in the United States are making a positive difference in the lives of our brothers and sisters in Armenia. This September, 35 knights and daughters made the trip, Veratats Haidenik, back to the homeland. And what they experienced, I think, is worth talking about. Two of the people who were on that trip are with me now. For Steve Adams, this was not his first trip to Armenia. That was back in the early 1980s. But it was his first trip as our Grand Commander, or Avak Spadabet. He's joining me from Fresno, California. Spadabet Tikran Sahakin is also no stranger to the Veratats Haidenik. As commander of Mamagonian Lodge Number no. 12 in New York City, he played a leading role. In fact, he was co-chair of the organizing committee for this event, working with Hunan Ashkenyan. And it is terrific to have both of you on with us tonight. Thank you both for being here. You're welcome, David. Avak Spadabed, first of all, um, on behalf of the Talking Vartan podcast, I know it's been a few months already, but congratulations on your election as Avak Spadabed of the Knights of Vartan I know that your service to our organization uh, has been quite a long time, and uh, we're all lucky to have you on on board as our leader. So thank you, sir. Thank you, David. Let me talk about, first of all, the reasons for this particular trip. Spadabed, Tikran Sahakin, you and I were speaking for a moment before we went on the air, and uh, you talked about the fact that when it began, the very first um, trip to the homeland back in 2016, it wasn't all the different members. It, just, it was pretty much a leadership trip. Was that true? Yes, it was a trip. Uh, uh, there were only Avaktiva members, and I joined them from Mamigonian Lodge. It was not all nights of our country, but the next years, um, the, all the, the rest of the three trips were nights uh, and daughters of our country. Avak Spadabed, Steve. Why do you think it is important to have this kind of, of trip to uh, Armenia involving as many knights and daughters as would like to go? What's the importance of it? Well, I think it's twofold in my mind. Um, the, the first is that we have a lot of projects that we support in Armenia. Um, we have for many years now. But to actually go over there and see the projects, um, I think is important. We had some, some young members attending uh, our, with us on the trip, and the comment was made. You know, there's lots of organizations that give uh, money in support of Armenia. Um, but there's not a lot of organizations that actually take the trip and go over there to see the projects that are being worked on. And I think that's important. I think it tells something to those that, um, that we're giving the money for and we're going and visiting the project. 
And it also reinforces with our membership back here in the state uh, the importance of what we're doing. Because when we go over there, we get excited. And we bring that excitement back to our own lodges. Uh, and it, it's infectious a little bit. So it's, it's a dual purpose. I think it helps Armenia, but it also helps us and engaging our members to, to see what's going on over there firsthand. Talk a little bit about what goes into putting together a trip like this. And I would assume that that involves a lot of communication, not only between you, um, your predecessor, Dr. Gary Zamanikian, and Dikran and the organizing mm-hmm. committee, but also the communications liaison in Armenia, our eyes and ears over there, Kohar Palian. I'll let you start, but Tikran, I certainly want to hear from you. Talk about what goes into planning something like this, and is it something that actually begins a year in advance, for example, like the convocation, which begins a few years in advance? Well, I'm, I'm going to pass it to Tikran very quickly, but okay. I'm going to say that, yes, it does It does start uh, in advance, and when I took office in July, one of my the big worries I had in my head was, we do this trip annually in September, and that gave me a very short amount of time to, to even begin to plan something like this. And I was very, very fortunate that my predecessor, knocking off a spot of it, Gary, Dr. Gary Zemanigan, and Tigran and Hunan and the group had already started the, the, the planning of this. So they could, Tigran could even talk better on how far back this began. Please spot a bit, Tigran. Well, let me tell you this way. The, the planning of the next year trip starts at the airport when we tr- when we come back to America. <laughs> That's yeah. when it starts. I'm not surprised. And the reason is, and there are a few members that we basically count the days for the next trip. So it's not a planning; it's just enjoying the enjoying the counting days until the next one. Um, so we have a group of. Um, active uh, members who every year attend the, uh, the trip and we get together, I would say, uh, um, December-ish. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we decide the days. Uh, usually we stay at Marriott because it's very comfortable, you know, convenient for the bus stops and stuff. And then we basically, and for those, let me just day. interrupt, for those who do not, who have not been to Armenia or perhaps do not know where the Marriott is, that is right in the center of Yerevan in Republic Square. So it is really about as centralized a location as you can get. Yes, yes. And at Marriott, we get a special treatment because we have been going there every year. We booked uh, the, the race, the, we get discounts on the rates. They give us conference rooms uh, uh, if we need, well, we need, and they give us as many times as we need. Um, they do upgrade, so we're very thankful to uh, Marriott and Nachkin Avakspalapet Nikon Atinizian, who initially uh, um, set us up with Marriott. Um, so we plan each day, and uh, we start uh, first. Uh, we 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 take this trip as a working trip, and then travel and leisure trip. So for the working part, we uh, look at the days where, which town, which city, which state we're going to go where we have projects. Um, as uh, our Steve said, we want to see what was done during the last year. Uh, so with the project that we supported, uh, to give you an example, uh, two years ago we went to 106 school, and then their gym was in a very bad shape. 
So I was brought up at Gary said, you know what? At that time, I was brought up and said, you know what? We're going to get this done. Okay. So we know that he came back and he organized the funding and all that, but we didn't see with our own eyes how it was done. So we went and it was amazing job. Mm-hmm. The job was done better than in here, actually. So that's the working part. We want to see what was done. So the planning committee decides which trips to do. And there are so many, by the way, there are so many things that Knights of Artan does that those 10 days is not enough. So what we do, some of the days, and our expert Steve can confirm, we actually separate group A, group B, option one, option two, right? And the reason for that is to, so that some of you can, you know, you can see as many different locations and as many different projects yeah. face-to-face It's impossible as to put all of those projects in 10 days. Okay. Many schools, many uh, kindergartens, many this, many that, universities. So we just divide into groups. We have no other choice. By the way, before we continue, I just want to mention that for those of you who would like to, and I recommend that you all do, please go to the Knights and Daughters of Arts on Facebook page. There is a video photo montage that has been produced by communications liaison Kohar Palian, which shows just what you were talking about, Spadabed Tikran, the renovation of the gymnasium um, at... Uh, the school number 106 in Yerevan, the visit there by the Knights and Daughters uh, this past September, and uh, the equipment which was donated, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, by uh, Nareg Shavashan Lodge and Zabel Otiag uh, in Detroit. And by the way, I think uh, Nareg Shavashan is celebrating its 100th birthday this year, so happy birthday to Nareg Shavashan Lodge in Detroit. But... Um, so when you were visiting all of these places, in Avak Spadabed, let me, let me ask you this first uh, you are seeing these projects now either come to fruition or at least in the process of, of getting done. And you see where our efforts, our dollars, our, our fundraising, and, and in some cases even more than that, are going. That has to bring a real great sense of satisfaction because it's one thing to hear about it. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another to see it in, t- in, in person. Oh, a- absolutely. Um, I mean, I was just, I was amazed at the, at the work that was going on there. Uh, the kindergartens that we visited that had been constructed. I mean, the construction work was just fabulous. Uh, and to and to realize, you know, that this money we're we're putting up and and, and that we're giving over there is doing this kind of work is just touching. And not just the buildings that you see, but when you see all of those children that are attending those schools that are there when we come to visit, you see their faces. Uh, it's hard not to be moved. It really is a sight. Now, were there places that you visited this year that have not been visited before? I know that you did go to, to Gumri this time, and that Spadabed Tikran was a first, was it not? Yes, that was the first trip to Gumri uh, by Knights of Arkham, official trip. And uh, we we visited two kindergartens that were um, um, financed by the... Uh, uh, school sport project, or uh, I, I don't remember the abbreviation, but uh, it was sponsored by Knights of Arsenal. And those schools were amazing. The kids were amazing. People were thankful. The teachers, the uh, the kids, and their parents. So, and then we had a three, and then we had a, a, a car. We we visited a few uh, museums. So, our trips are not only working trips, but also um, travel and. Uh, 
museums and sightseeing. And actually, we climbed a mountain this year. Um, I saw that. Tell me about yeah, that. Did yeah. you, were you one of the people who climbed up there? <laughs> yeah, I was one of the people. But I think uh, Alex, what up? Steve could say that. Please. Well, Tigran, Tigran was one of the organizers. He was the. This was his brainchild that we were gonna we were gonna climb uh, Araler, which is just outside of Yerevan. Uh, so that's what we did. Uh, it was on it was on Independence Day, September twenty. First, I believe that was the mm-hmm. day we did it. Yeah. Um, so we had, oh, Tigran, how many people did we have with us? About 10 or 12? Well, we were we had about 10 people going, but then about nine people coming back. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> and did we lose a few along the way? Now, wait a minute. Back? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> a few people didn't make it. Let me say it this way. But it was something that actually Ada was crying. You know that, right? Ara was climbing Ara Lev, and he was he was he said this is the best day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> now you said, mentioned was Ara. Who is Ara? Who is Ara? Doctor Ara from he's a chiropractor from um, Ara is from uh, Washington, Washington, right? Washington, yes. Okay, so that'd be Ani Lodge, is that and, correct? Yes, with okay. his wife, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so um, and then we came down, and then we had a. Um, Matach. <laughs> so we had a, a sheep. I don't know. Hike. What's the for goat? Sheep. Sheep. I think we decided it was a it was a sheep. Yeah. That, uh, okay, it was a sheep. So yeah. we skinned the sheep. We actually cooked everything. Oh my! From, yeah. So that was also most of the people did not see that in their yeah. You know, that was the first time that actually they saw and actually tried. Uh, that kind of a thing, you know. Were there any people, you knights know, or daughters, good. for whom this was their first trip to Armenia, or at least their first trip with the knights and daughters of Vartan? Were there any first timers on this particular trip? Hmm. Well, those not. five young ones were. Yeah. yeah. And um, good news is that we had two applications okay. uh, that they decided to join. This is uh, also I w- I wanted to mention this. Uh, I'm sure of a but also we spoke about this. So this is a very good tool to have people uh, interested and find out more about Knights of Arsene, actually joining Knights of Arsene. Because while these 10 days were together, we really become like friends and brothers, like really become close to each other. Uh, like going a small family. Some places. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it is. We're on, the, we're on the bus together. We're traveling everywhere together. So he's right. It, you, yeah. you become a family there. Yeah. So, you know, going through uh, Tavush uh, villages, a little bit of danger, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you're becoming really close to each other. So, uh, and those people want to continue staying with us. And uh, two, two people, we got applications. One is going to join Bagratuni, uh, one, one guy and his friend who he spoke to will become Mami Konyan. That's terrific. That's, That's great terrific. news. Were there any places that yeah. you would have liked to have visited that time just did not allow? That in which we have <laughs> knights or daughters have projects that are underway. Gosh, there's, I mean, there's so many places in Armenia we would like to go visit. It's mm-hmm. hard, like Tigran was saying, it's it's hard to get everywhere, and he was right. Sometimes we did have to split up uh, to try to go see everything. Um, but it, there's a lot, and you know, after I started thinking about it, he said, "When does this?" This, the planning start for this. Actually, the planning started for it when we were there this year. 
because everybody uh-huh. next year, next year we want to do this, or next year, and you're, we're all the minds are already thinking about what we should do next year and what we should go visit next year. So the planning actually even started a year in advance, probably. One would yeah. think. One would, would definitely think. Talk a little bit about also some of the other things that you did there, because I know that wasn't just, as you said yourselves, visiting different projects or different schools or different facilities and all of that. You also did spend some time. There was uh, some social time, but there was also some there were some meetings that uh, were had. And uh, who did you see in terms of government officials or any particular dignitaries? Did, were there any such meetings? Yep. Please. So we had. We had one day dedicated. Uh, we visited uh, the Yerevan State University and uh, the Polytech University. Um, we also visited the uh, um, American University of Armenia, AUA, uh, all that day because we do um, sponsor scholarships for all three of those universities. Uh, we have been for the last at least 10 years for Yerevan State and Polytech and for the last couple of years for AUA. Uh, we have been supporting those universities through scholarships. So we had an opportunity to meet with, with them. Um, we did have the opportunity to meet uh, on the Wednesday prior to that with uh, the high commissioner of the diaspora, uh, Zari Sinanyan, uh, which was a, a very good meeting. Um, uh, high commissioner Zari has just taken office uh, within the last couple months. Uh, and so it was nice to, for him just to share some of his ideas uh, and thoughts with us too in the us coming from the diaspora back to Armenia. Um, oh, we had uh, opportunities. Uh, we met with the uh, the governor Tabush. Um, mm-hmm. um, I believe uh, when we took an all day trip up to Tabush, um, and uh, we got to meet with him. We also met with the uh, we uh, visited the genocide. Uh, I mean, Genocide Museum and had a opportunity to meet their director, Harachun uh, Marutian. And you also laid, um, you laid a, a wreath at the memorial. I did see, uh, yes. which is something that you yes. do every year, which is, you know, yes, it's, it's, we do. that we is do. just something that uh, you cannot go to Armenia and, and not go there. It just, uh, is, yeah. so you know. We had the opportunity to meet with um, um, a, a number of, of government officials and the universities there that, that we help support. Um, so it's, again, visiting schools and visiting uh, individuals there and, and, and making better contacts for us. Um, you know, we, we give these scholarships, but actually go into the universities and, and, and talk with them um, and uh, you can kind of get a better idea. So, when, you know, when it helps when we come back now to our own lodges. Now, when we talk about these scholarships, when we talk about the schools, we have firsthand knowledge of this, those that go on the trip. And so you can talk about it out of your memory and out of the vision you see in your head of these of these places that we're visiting, uh, and it, it makes a, a much bigger impact um, when you've had that firsthand. Absolutely. How far? What was the farthest distance that you all traveled? I know that. I mean, for people who don't know the geography of Armenia, it is about roughly the size of Rhode Island, not much bigger than that. But how far were you able to travel? Uh, were you? Did you go anywhere that was like two or three hours away from Yerevan, or was? Oh, it... more than that. Where really? did we go, Tigran? So Tabush is three and a half, and it's the, the basically the border villages we went with Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I get past, We went to I get school where we 
uh, support is where we sponsored the uh, RMAS program. It's a computer program. And we change doors, windows. We do an after-school program there. So uh, that, that's a border village. That's three and a half hours. And it's the uh, last hundred meters away. That's the, 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 uh, it's the border. Was there um, any was there any uh, concern about being so close to the border? Uh, yes, there is, uh, and we joke about it. And you know, I tell everybody in the bus when I tell you dot, you have to dot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's a joke, but it's a little bit not not as much. I mean, if it, if we hear if we know that it's a, it's dangerous, who wouldn't go? I wouldn't put uh, people into into a risk. But there were shootings before in that area, and there are some retaining walls built uh, to protect the school, to protect... Um, and there are actually a few bullets. Uh, you can see the bullet uh, um, holes there from Azari side. My goodness. But those are the areas that we need, we need to support. I mean, we can't keep ourselves just in Yerevan. We have to, we have to go out into the villages, and especially the border villages, uh, because they need they need support, um, and there's a lot of things going on up there. So it was important to to go up. It is published as a long a long way, but again, we're in the bus and everybody's laughing and stories are being told. So it makes the trip shorter too. Uh, that's a good segue to my next question, which is that when you know how do you make that type of decision about what to support, whom to support, you know, what schools nearly need the help more than others or what hospitals or what, whatever it may be that um, we want to put our efforts toward. How do you make that decision that this over this needs the support I, of the in, Knights and Daughters of Vartan? You know, I, I think that our individual lodges um, have projects that interest them, um, some, it might be, you know, it might be a school, others, it might be a scholarship. There's different things that, that, that catch the interest of our different lodges, and um, it gets them excited. So um, they, they see these different projects, and, and so it kind of gives us a, a pretty wide spread of, of things going on over there because everybody has, um, you know, they've got their ears open, and, and they, they see where these projects are needed, Um so we're very fortunate. We have lodges that, that do support these, along with the Grand Lodge that that does the major support um, uh, for projects uh, over there. You know, the, this year one of the, the big ones was, um, and, and maybe next year we might have the opportunity to actually go visit. Was uh, a, a ten thousand dollar donation to Halo Trust um, on the 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 word would be de-landmining, uh, the removing of landmines in Artsakh. Um, so there's lots of projects that come up. There's not a shortage of projects. Uh, maybe just a shortage of our sometimes imagination on, on what things we could do uh, over there. Um, so And making the contact. So when we go over there, we meet people, we talk with people, and then you find out more things. And you come back and you get our members get more excited. So again, it goes both ways. Absolutely. We're talking with Grand Commander, our Avak Spadabed Steve Adams, and our Spadabed Dikran Sahakian, who was co-chair of the organizing committee for Veritas Haidenik, number four. Mr. Adams is in California. Mr. Sahakian is in New York, and I'm in Boston, and isn't that wonderful what we can do with technology today? Let's switch gears for just a moment as we as we begin to wrap up here and 
Talk about what you all did for fun while you were there. Avak Spadabed, I'll start with you. Oh, gosh. Um, what do we do? Well, I, the, the most memorable one is probably going to be climbing Adalair. I mean, I told Dikrat and everybody there, you know, over the years, you know, memories will begin to fade about did we visit one school or we did, did we visit this school? But climbing the mountain and coming back and have that, that meal um, prepared out there was something you just won't forget. You know, and every evening, generally, we would, we would get together at a restaurant. Sometimes we'd split up. Sometimes we were together. Um, so going out in the evenings was always fun. Um, you know, just, I, I think, and just hanging out together. Um, any, and, any personal memories that will stay with you, perhaps more than others? Uh, anything that happened? Any experiences that you had that, that really touched your heart that uh, you brought home with you? I think visiting the kin- all the kindergartens. Um, and, and seeing the work that was done there is you, you can't leave there and not be touched um, by seeing the little children, seeing their excited faces. And generally, everywhere we went, they would perform. They would, they would be, they'd either sing or they'd dance or, or something. Um, in, um, at uh, Knights of Barton School 106, they did a play um, on, on Barton on. Um, you know, all of those things. It, the buildings are important. The construction that goes on, we want to see good quality. We want to see good work. But really, those buildings are just buildings without the children in them. And when we when you see those those children in there, it, it just, it touches you. It does. Spadabed Dikran, what goes through your mind and heart when you, uh, you remember those personal moments in Armenia? Well, every year it has its own. This year is, of course, uh, climbing Mount Ara was the big one. But I'll tell you this way. Every morning uh, when I wake up and I you know, I know that I got a rush to be downstairs because 20 of my favorite, 20, 30 of my favorite people are downstairs or are, are about to come downstairs and we're going to go somewhere today. That moment, that busy morning your favorite people are downstairs, like Marriott downstairs in front of Marriott. Mm-hmm. That feeling of every morning is really happening. You know, yeah. I think that that's very that, that that's what I that what I remember from every trip. That in the morning I have to wake up, rush downstairs because I want to see those faces that are like really favorite people. Yeah, I'm sure they feel the same way about you too. And I'm sure that you're all thinking ahead already to Vera Tatsheirenik number five in the uh, summer oh, yeah. or in the fall of 2020. It's it's less than a year away, so I'm sure. First of all, this is a trip for everybody. So this is not just for the leadership. This is not just for people who've been in the organization for a very long time. You would like to have as many people who would like to go to go. Is that correct? Yes, in, and we had some non-members with us this year uh, that are now were so became so interested. Some of them are going to become members, um, but I would like to see it uh, grow even more. Um, we can take more people. Um, we're already talking. You know, I'm already thinking in my head about you know how because we have people that have never been to Armenia, and we have people that have been to Armenia said a hundred times. Um, so putting a trip together that will that will benefit both of them is. It's going to be what we're working on uh, next year. 
for those that have never been and for those that have been numerous times uh, to craft a trip that will be meaningful for both of them. Uh, so that's kind of what's been going through my mind already. And spot a bit, uh, Tikran, I know that uh, a trip like this was certainly made easier by the uh, wonderful assistance and participation of our communications liaison in Armenia, Kohar Palian, who many of us saw this summer at the Grand Convocation in Las Vegas. Um, talk about very quickly what went on in terms of your communications with her and the role that she played in making this trip a success. Well, of course, uh, Kohar did a big job uh, in this and uh, doing all these trips. Uh, uh, without her, it would be much, much harder, uh, starting with the phone calls and uh, organizing all those boxes and everything. Uh, you know, every every phone meeting that we had, she has been, uh, you know, uh, from Armenia doing at 3 o'clock, at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., she would be with us discussing, let's do this, let's do that. Uh, taking out uh, the things that would hurt the other um, days. So, yeah, she, she was fully, full, full part of uh, the organizing committee. Um, what I would want to, to see, um, you know, Knights of Arkham has been many years ago, has been the initializer of, uh, initiator of many pan-Armenian things, pan-diasporal things. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe this trip years later will become some kind of a whole diaspora trip where not only Knights of Vartan, but other organizations would join and, uh, you know, under our, um, we would organize, but every other organization could join us and we would be not only 30, 40 people, but 300 people. Who knows? Well, would you mind if a certain uh, podcast host joined, joined you next September? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. We're looking forward to it. David. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. And I'm. Will you be able to bring all the equipment with you? <laughs> I'll bring as much as I can. Let's put it that way. I, I can be pretty portable if I if I absolutely need to be. Grand Commander Steve Adams and Commander Tikran Sahakin uh, from California and New York, respectively. Thank you so much for joining me today on Talking Vartan and for uh, recounting what I know was a very enjoyable as well as important trip back to the homeland. It's been a pleasure. Thank you both. Thank you, David. Thank you for having us. My special thanks to Grand Commander Steve Adams and Commander Tikran Sahakian of Mamagonian Lodge Number 12 in New York City. We're going to have much more, by the way, on Veratat's Heidelik 5 in the months ahead here on Talking Vartan, so keep listening for that. And, of course, for the very latest information on this and other Knights and Daughters of Vartan events, including next summer's Grand Convocation, the highway to L.A. in Glendale, California, check out the Knights and Daughters of Vartan website at kofv.org. I'll say that again, kofv.org. While on the website, don't forget to visit the Grand Convocation 2020 link and book your room at the beautiful Hilton Hotel in Glendale at a very special rate just for Knights and Daughters of Vartan. By the way, that reduced rate is in effect from July 11th through the 23rd next summer, 2020, several days before and after the Grand Convocation. So come early, stay late, bring your family, and have a terrific vacation in the heart of California's Armenian community. Of course, you should always check out the Knights and Daughters of Vartan Facebook page for the latest information, as well as photographs of Lodge and Otyag activities around the country and in Armenia. Photos taken by our members and by our terrific communications liaison, Kohar Palian. 
By the way, please go to the Knights and Daughters of Vartan Facebook page where you can see a short photo montage produced and narrated by Kohar Palyan showing the renovation of the gymnasium at the Knights of Vartan School 106 in Yerevan with fitness equipment donated by Narek Shavashan Lodge No. 6 and Zabelotyag No. 12 in Detroit. And happy 100th birthday, by the way, to Narek Shavashan Lodge. As always, I'd love to hear your comments and suggestions about the Talking Vartan podcast. And if you would like to have your Talij or Otyag profiled on a future podcast, I'd love to hear from you about that as well. You can reach me directly through the Talking Vartan podcast page or by email at talkingvartanpodcast at gmail.com. All of our Talking Vartan podcast episodes are available for listening and for download through the Talking Vartan Facebook page. Uh, Knights and Daughters of Vartan Facebook page, SoundCloud, and of course, iTunes. My special thanks as always to Mal Barsamian for our theme music, Lorki Lorki, from his album, One Take, Armenian Dance Tunes. Mal's new album, The Exciting Sounds of the Mal Barsamian Band, is now available on CD, as well as through Spotify and iTunes. So take a listen. Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast is the exclusive property of the Knights and Daughters of Vartan and Osped David Medzorian. Any use of this program without the expressed written consent of both parties is prohibited. Remember, it was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who said everybody can be great because everybody can serve. Thank you for your service to the Knights and Daughters of Vartan. I'm Osped David Medzorian of Ararat Lodge No. 1. Until next time, Tzadesu Tune. Thank you.